If you have fallen asleep at 7.30 on a Friday night, you might be a teacher. Teaching is crazy, fun, exhausting, challenging, rewarding, and did I mention crazy? And as Catholic school teachers, we are also entrusted with imbuing Catholic identity. It's a huge responsibility, but fortunately for us, there is Finding God, the amazing K-8 faith formation program from Loyola Press. It's innovative, engaging, and the most inclusive and complete program we've ever used. Multimedia? Check. Scripture? Check. Family resources? Check. Bilingual? Check. And don't forget, posters, worksheets, quick start guides, apps, magazines, lesson plans. Seriously, Finding God has all you need and more. Pray about it. Visit FindingGod.com and order a sample. Finding God might not help you stay awake later on a Friday night, but it will help you sleep better knowing you're helping guide kids toward a faith-filled life. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Hello and welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Jill. I'm here with Colleen. And we want to talk today about building faith in early childhood classrooms. I always get excited when I talk to kindergarten and preschool teachers and they just have a different um, set of excitement about them. Even in the most traditional school, and this happened to me recently where I was at a school where the grades one through eight were super traditional classrooms, okay. but then like I went down into the preschool classrooms and it was a total, and I was like, oh, everybody needs to be like this. It's just a totally different space and it's very exciting. In our former life, when we were in charge of a giant convention, we had trouble finding presenters for preschool sessions Yeah, because preschool teachers don't think they have great ideas and yet they're brilliant. They are. They are. And if more teachers knew that what happens in a great preschool classroom could translate all the way up, up, all the way uh, up. then you know people would pay more attention, I think. But preschool, we do sometimes say, oh, well, that's just preschool. But that's no, just no. Preschool. Right. And as if it's not a completely different skill set with a completely different degree you get for early childhood, there's something going on there. So uh, recently spoke with Jordan Abide. She's at All Saints Catholic School. She is the preschool teacher and she has an exciting idea about what she does to teach and pray the rosary. And when when we talked to her, she said my students just get really excited about the rosary, which to us, you know, both of our eyes kind of popped open. Really? How do you get kids excited about the rosary? And of course, it's through tactile yes. and movement and all the and art. Visual and very, very visual. We are not great at this in the upper grades, but we could be. So let's we could I'm be. share her idea. And then I want to think about the ways that this works in other grade levels also. So the, the goal here is for everyone to realize that the preschool teacher has something to teach everybody because we know it's true. All right. So she has each of her students paint a rosary bead that is about the size. Uh, it's a flat so it's two-dimensional circle, the size of like a paper plate. But right. She said it wasn't a paper plate. It's like she no, cuts she makes out, out a like butcher circles. paper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so they paint their bead 
and she has 16 students in her in her class. So she was she was focusing really on one decade of the rosary, like it's not the entire rosary. So she was having them each paint their own bead any way they want. She was super cute about saying that it was abstract art. <laughs> <laughs> not all of them, but mostly they're they're designing that bead any way they wish. She said somebody painted a cat. She knew it was yeah, a cat, you can, but you can for pray the most for part, creation. sure, of course. Um, but after they were all painted, then she displayed them on the wall and they together painted a cross. And then as they pray the rosary, they are, you know, whereas students are physically holding the rosaries, um, in this case, they are probably pointing at or touching now these beads that are, I would imagine, are hanging up along the wall mm-hmm. somewhere in the classroom. And this reminds me of, um, I love all of this combined here, but it reminds me also of, have you seen schools do um, like a giant rosary in their gym? Like with giant, yes. yeah, because you can use any objects you wish. We used they to do it outside. A, when I was in Indianapolis, I remember oh. being outside. Did you have, what did you use for the rosary beads and the, or did you just use yourselves like people? Yeah. Like yes. Line up, create up in groups. The rosary. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this is um, one of those things that our students better understand it when they're a part of it. And then when they're praying, they're much more focused because they're going to remember this moment of being involved in the creation of the rosary and then um, doing the work together. I also loved So she was looking around. Um, we're here with, obviously, Lyola Press when we're meeting some teachers today. And in this moment, she was talking about how much she loves the um, the Jesus plush, oh, the plush and, yes. and the Mary yes. plush and how Aww. the students in her class fight over those. And we've done episodes on them as yes. well. So very popular yes. figures. But it got us talking to a second teacher, which is super it did. fun. So, and we're staying focused on those, those early years. So we're going to talk about... Um, Marjorie Lane, who is a second grade teacher, and she's at St. Rita Catholic School in Dallas. And she had in her classroom, again, going back to this idea that our young students, but really all students, <laughs> all like, students. <laughs> like to use their hands. They like tactile. They like motion. And so she mm-hmm. had a nativity that she would keep in the classroom during Advent. And it was, what did she say they were? They were plush precious moments yeah like old yeah yes like, i don't know if so, you can even find them now but they're yeah, it was an nativity not. and they're plush dolls yes so she would set up the whole nativity and every day the students would be able to go to the nativity and take one of the the plush figures no, no, she had back to names. their desk so she, she did names, she drew names and intense. when your name get got drawn then you could go pick one <laughs> and she also she said it was kind of funny because there was a palm tree that um lo and behold some plush. student every day right a plush palm mm-hmm. tree that some student would end up with on their you know somebody else has jesus somebody <laughs> like has mary last somebody has a wise man, man and somebody has the, the palm, palm tree, tree. <laughs> it's pretty cool teachers have cool things sometimes we underestimate this i had when i was uh beginning teaching i had these two they were plushies and they were uh they were called bookworms and it was a it was like a worm shaped plushie but it had a book like on its back like a backpack and sometimes i don't know it was just a couple of random things behind my desk and i taught middle school uh-huh. but kids again they wanted to hold it can i have of course can i have the bookworm when i'm reading today like and these are these are seventh and eighth graders who are yeah. wanting to hang out with these 
figurines because you really don't have a lot of that if you're in the upper grades. I, no. I mean, there's some high school teachers who might have some fun stuff in their classroom. Yeah. But it's not as common as obviously this is an entire nativity and a palm tree. Okay. That they there's were taking something turns to touch. But there is something right now, and there's a, there's a name for it. Maybe you know what it is because you have kids that are younger than mine. Although these are like high school kids that have these squishimals. I, I do think that's what it They're is. They're like big chubby animals. They're like big chubby animals. And I was going to a concert. Like we were going into a what? concert venue. And these high school kids had their like stuffed animals with them, which I found odd. But yeah. college kids take their stuffed animals with them, don't they? I think so. Or they hide I think them they in their do. pillow or so, something. You know, so it, it, this is the whole point here is we think that... It's, oh, the preschool class and what happens in preschool stays in preschool. And then we got to get all all serious and academic and, you know, move it on up as as the kids (laughs) get older. But no, actually, no. Take the best practices from a preschool classroom and you're going to do really great things in your classroom, whether it's fourth grade or seventh grade or high school. So shout out to the preschool teachers who have brilliant ideas, but don't think they do. And are super humble about it. And if you need good (laughs) visual ideas, walk your way through your preschool, kindergarten classroom, see what's on the walls see what can translate up to the upper grades. It's okay to be playful. Like it's okay to draw popsicle sticks for who gets to hold your whatever it is in the middle school classroom, Yep. especially if they're into it. Um, sometimes we're scared to do that because it doesn't sound as uh, academic as it it's should. It's not very sophisticated. It's not but... sophisticated. Um, but great things happening and great things happening with the rosary. So we don't want to lose sight of that. Right. All right. Well, it's about that time. So thank you for joining us in the Catholic Teachers Lounge. It's always good to affirm your efforts and to share your ideas. We'll see you next time.